Hello, and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hello! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we break it down, whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Hustlers. This is a new film based on a true story that stars Jennifer Lopez and Constance Wu. The IMDb plot summary reads... Inspired by the viral New York Magazine article, Hustlers follows a crew of savvy former strip club employees who band together to turn the tables on their Wall Street clients. That's kind of a misleading description. It kind of is. It's similar to like a movie with a similar title, uh, The Hustle. Yeah. That movie described as like they're getting revenge on the men who wronged them. Like there's no revenge. Like these are these are criminals. Yeah. These are con artists. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the guy, only, I guess they're kind of not, not necessarily getting like personal revenge. I mean, they're the, getting the guys are douchebags. Yeah, they're I guess they're getting revenge off of what they did to other people and just stealing the money back and using them for, you know, their own like Robin Hooding it. Yeah, sort of. But they're not because they're not giving away the money. They're keeping it for themselves. Right. Uh, okay, so this this movie has an 88 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and it opened this past weekend to about 33 million off of a $20 million, uh budget. That's the biggest opening of J-Lo's career, as well as the biggest opening of STX, the studio releasing it. It's also the best opening for a female-directed film since Wonder Woman two and a half years ago. Uh, so that's a hit. Yeah. That And this is an actual mid-range, original, female-led, adult-skewing movie that actually performed and brought in adults. Yeah. I mean, this is the type of movie that we talk about. All the time. Yeah. Original. Yeah, just wanting more of. Yeah. Really. And um, so, yeah, this movie, it centers on Dorothy, who's played by Constance Wu, and we follow her journey as she learns to become an exotic dancer, and she becomes friends with the girls at this club, and one of those friends is Ramona, played by Jennifer Lopez, who also becomes kind of a maternal figure. Yeah. So then after the 2008 financial crisis, their clientele kind of dries up. And these girls, they have to find money through other avenues. Yeah. And Dorothy, she's on her own with a child. And she gets introduced to a scheme by Ramona where they drug the high-end clients with ketamine and... (laughs) MDM. Yeah, MDMA and max out their credit cards while they're passed out. Yeah. That's the hustle. (laughs) <laughs> that that is the hustle. That, that's that's the hustle. Um, and so this movie's kind of framed in flashback, where we keep cutting back to Dorothy giving an interview to Julia Stiles, yes, who's writing the article for a magazine. So that's, I mean, that's uh, yeah, the basic setup to this movie. Um, so what what did you think overall this film? No, I, I really enjoyed it. I, I liked it. Jennifer Lopez is probably the best thing in this. Is the best thing in this movie. It's her movie. I really feel like this. Uh, damn, fifty years old. Constance Wu is technically the lead. She has the most lines, but Jennifer Lopez makes it clear right away with her entrance, her first scene. This is her fucking movie. This is her movie. <laughs> this is a new yes. Jennifer Lopez that we haven't really seen before. And she owns it from her she first scene. She does. Let's talk about that first scene where we're introduced. I mean, this is less than 10 minutes in. And Constance Wu, she's at this strip club. And Fiona Apple's criminal is playing. And Jennifer Lopez comes on. And she's she's not wearing much. No. And she's, I mean, she's spread eagle in a thong. I mean, she's shaking it 
all around. Yeah. And totally committed, like not holding back. No, she is completely committed to this. Yeah. That that's what was surprising. And, and, how and committed she was. In the back of my mind, I'm like, oh my God, these extras are having a great having day. Having a great day. Having a great old time. Time of their <laughs> lives. The stripper movie, it, it kind of became like box office poison after like striptease and showgirls oh, i think showgirls both bombed i mean yeah. the two of them back to back they were both huge bombs and just like critically attacked uh i mean they were embarrassments <laughs> and so yeah there haven't really been any like major studio stripper movies other than like magic mike yeah and this i mean this movie it isn't even technically from a major studio it's from stx uh, i mean this uh, I've had to get like Chinese money <laughs> to make this movie happen. <laughs> I think uh, Megan Ellison was attached at one point and she had to back out. But Constance Wu had a lot of issues on this set. There was a lot of articles coming out saying that she wasn't really a part of the group, that she was standoffish, that she was mean, <laughs> that she was a total diva on set. Well, I mean, that's gossip. I mean, uh, we, you and I weren't on the set. We can't speak to that. But I mean, I think what what translated on screen uh, ended up pretty good, even if there was friction. I mean, who who the hell knows? Uh, but I heard one of the notes that they kept getting from major studios was that they wanted the male targets to be more evil, just like more deliberately drawn as villains. So the girls, you know, seemed a little more empathetic. Yeah, the movie doesn't do that. Does not do that at all. And that's that's one of the things that I think makes this movie great. And uh, towards the end, especially, I mean, one of their victims, I mean, we find out like he can't pay his mortgage. I mean, like they totally fucked him over. Yeah, and he's very sympathetic. This guy. I mean, like they're leaving dudes in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, He's, uh, yeah. Again, they're criminals. <laughs> And this, I think it's interesting that the movie is kind of being marketed as like a like a girl power, female, you know, empowerment type movie. It's more like a like a Wolf of Wall Street. It really is like a Wolf <laughs> like, of Wall Street. I don't watch the Wolf of Wall Street and feel empowered as a dude. I feel like that's. I mean, that guy's like a fucking slime ball, <laughs> <laughs> evil. But. I mean, I love that they, yeah. I love that they didn't like soften this movie up. Yeah, and because we've seen countless movies starring dudes where they're doing criminal things or doing heinous things, and we're still willing to go along for the ride, right? I mean, any Scorsese movie, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've seen this movie. Uh, compare, Taxi Driver. <laughs> well, Goodfellas. Uh, this movie yeah. kind of reminded me, uh, especially like in the back half, uh, kind of of Goodfellas, and I've like I've seen quotes like it's uh, Scorsese and stilettos. I mean, that's like a stupid reductive yeah. way to look at this. But it does have a Scorsese kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, like a Scorsese crime picture kind of vibe. And it has that kind of pace. So... The one the one thing that I didn't like about... I, I'm just... Maybe I'm just not a fan of Constance Wu. Um, but I just... I, I didn't like her character. Like, I didn't like how she played her character. I didn't think it... Did you like... I didn't think they had chemistry with her. Now, are you just saying that no, because you like you've no, heard those gossip? No, because <laughs> I didn't feel that. I, I mean, I, I, I thought they all kind of clicked together as performers. They could have used Cardi B more. Well, sure, she yeah, she's barely in this. Yeah. I mean, did you like Crazy Rich Asians? I did. Constant, did you like Constance yeah. Wilnette? Yeah. Okay, so it's just it's this it's performance. Just this this performance. I, I I think. Okay, this may sound bad. I mean, Constance Wu is 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 a skinny girl. But she probably should have gotten herself more in shape for this movie. You're saying she didn't she didn't look in shape enough mm -mm. to play a stripper? Mm-hmm. 
I didn't feel like she would have been a stripper. I guess I I disagree. I thought Constance Wu was was pretty solid. I mean, she doesn't have any like like standout scenes. She's kind of just like the uh, like the emotional anchor of the film. She's kind of like the audience surrogate. Well, yeah, she's she's the one telling the story. Yeah, I I, I think she sells the innocence of the character. I mean, we're supposed to buy that she's kind of innocent to a degree. And uh, the sort of moral center, you know, she's she's the first one to kind of when Jennifer Lopez kind of you know takes things up a notch. Yeah, she's the she has reservations. Yeah. you know, she's 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 the conscience of the movie, and I thought she held that down uh, pretty well. I, I I thought she was okay. I I, I thought she she was solid. It's really though Jennifer Lopez's movie. Yeah, I mean, one hundred percent. She's. I think there's some Oscar buzz for her. It's, um, for this, it may be too early, but well, and let's—I mean, let's talk about J Lo. I mean, she's she's been around for a while, right? Yeah. I mean, she, she, she's fifty. <laughs> she's fifty years but old. Looking she good. Looks fantastic. Looking good. But um, I told I told Patrick in the theater, and I I'm like, don't expect me to look like that at fifty. When she first started out as an actress, you know, kind of like the mid late nineties, she was taking interesting projects, uh, movies like Out of Sight, like U Turn, uh, Selena. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Selena was a good role for her, for sure. That was yeah, that was a big breakout for her. I mean, what if there, I mean, she was also an Anaconda? But well, yeah. what's the weird movie that she did? The Cell. Yes, I kind of like that. It's a weird one, but that's yeah. yeah, that's an interesting movie. And then she kind of just got into like the romantic comedy train. Yeah, I mean. It, Stuff like The Wedding Planner, ma- Made in Manhattan. I love them, though, so... Wow. So, yeah. suck it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I'm sure she was well-paid for those. I mean, if the money's I good, like I guess you take it. I did most recent one with... Um, yeah, I mean, she's... Vanessa Hudgens. Uh, she did, uh, yeah, Second Act, just uh, earlier this year when yeah. we saw that, which was not good. No. So that's... I guess that's why this role is so surprising and why maybe there is some Oscar talk, because Jennifer Lopez... I've never seen her give a bad performance, but she's made so many movies that are just kind of forgettable. Like, it, you don't expect her to be in a great movie. <laughs> you know, like, she hasn't been in a great movie in a long time. Uh, that's what's so surprising here. Like, uh, how great this movie is and how great she's she is in it. Yeah. A, a lot of this movie's greatness comes from how good she is. Yeah. She was born to play this role. I'm, I'm blown away. <laughs> yeah. So I guess let's, um, yeah, let's take a quick break. And uh, when we come back, we'll get into spoilers for Hustlers. We're back. And uh, we're going to get into some spoilers for Hustlers. So Constance Wu's character, you know, everything was going great for her. And she was starting to really, you know, get a get a good feel for the, the stripper life. And it's glamorous. And she was making a ton of money partnering up with uh, Jennifer Lopez and then she gets pregnant and gets out of the game for a couple of years and ends up, you know, with the guy that she got pregnant with and, and then ends up kicking him out of the house. And so it's just back to her and her daughter. She's a single mom at this time and she's trying to get out of the stripper life and she interviews for retail jobs and, you know, all of that. And obviously she doesn't get them because she doesn't have retail experience. And she goes, she back, to goes back to stripping and then she runs into Jennifer Lopez doing her side hustle. And that's, I mean, she's trying to keep her kid fed, right? Yeah. Trying to keep a roof over her and her child's head. I mean, one thing I thought was uh, one really interesting scene before she gets into doing this hustle, we kind of see how desperate she is. Like one guy offers her you know, like $300 
for a, like a blow job. Yeah. And like a little blow. Yeah. And she does it. <laughs> but then at the end, realizes that he only left. Well, yeah, it was only like, like 60 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. But just, I mean, the the movie doesn't pull back on that. The movie's willing to show its, its main character in an unsympathetic light. I mean, not many movies are willing to do that yeah. nowadays. Yeah. The fact that she was willing to like, you know, do a line of blow off of his hand and, you know, suck some dick for money. <laughs> That's our main character. Yes. And we're still with her. Yeah. We're still with her. I mean, it's, it, the movie doesn't judge her for it. I yeah. mean, it, it, it's kind of, I mean, the movie's just kind of saying like a, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. Yeah. You know, at the same time, like uh, the movie isn't uh, like endorsing what, what, no, the, what these girls are doing. Not. It no, it's definitely not. It showed it as a hard life. It's the same thing with Scorsese. You know, it's just the movie plugs you into the mindset of why people are doing this yeah. and maybe like the rush that they get from doing it. But it doesn't hold back from showing like the, the cause and effect, you know, I mean, the, the ramifications of what you're doing. Yeah. So one of the um, the pieces in the film that I thought was done tastefully, but it was it was it was good. It was when one of Ramona's ladies kind of accidentally OD'd their person, and he jumped off the roof, and he is naked, he's like passed out naked, and, and he's naked, and we see it all. We see some dick. Yeah, we see I mean, it briefly. all. Briefly. Yeah, and this is the time where Constance Wu's character kind of gets really pissed off at um, Ramona because she's been calling Ramona all night, all night, all night, Ramona, asking him what to do. She bails on her. Yeah. Right. But she was ending up bailing out the drug addict Daisy. Right. And so chose Daisy over, you know, homegirls. Right. Does but, it explain why Ramona likes Daisy so much? Like why she's just so willing to like... I think she sees her as like a lost puppy and she wants to take her under her wing and... But it doesn't really Teach get, her the game. No, it doesn't... It doesn't give any mm-hmm. reason. I mean, that's... I'm sure there was some reason. I mean, if that's like true to life, there must have been some reason. The movie kind of omits that. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing that could have yeah. been included. Like, why? Like, what is it with this girl? Like, like everyone's telling you this girl sucks. She, like, she's no good. Yeah. She's a liability. Yeah. And, and so what this scene sets up, though, and I, I, I think sets up a, a good comedy scene, is when they redid their calculations for the MDMA mix. That's a great scene, And yeah. all that. And then they're, they're trying, like, just a little dab of it, and you, they end up passing out and like sleeping for hours in the kitchen yeah like a couple of times because they had to re you know they had to fix the recipe i just i thought that was fun that was yeah that was great and like and they're like boiling it yeah baking it i mean they had a whole lot of pills like where are they getting all these pills (laughs) it doesn't explain that no no but yeah i mean you gotta you gotta have some good startup capital to get all the (laughs) to get all those pills but yeah, that's, I mean, they, they put this cocktail together and it makes these dudes black out and forget like the last couple of hours yeah. and they wake up with just like a maxed out credit card. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple montages of the girls like celebrating with champagne, like rocking out to Janet Jackson. Yeah. Well, cause they, they did it successfully a couple of times and, and their thing was they're not going to get caught because these guys are going to be too embarrassed to say, Hey, I, just, I got drunk and I went to a strip club and maxed out my cards. Like, right. what are they going to do? But I guess enough of them do it to get the cops. Well, yeah. And they do it to the extent where they max it out. 
versus just taking a couple grand. So they got more confident in what they were doing. And greedier. And greedier. And um, that's yeah. their downfall. Because I think they would have stuck to, like, not maybe maxing out the credit cards, but stuck to just incremental thousand dollars i mean they could have had recurring <laughs> business i mean they yeah but they dried up all their client clientele at the end and That's they right. were having a hard time finding people to go on quote-unquote dates with so a guy calls into the the police department and actually puts Is in it, a complaint and they keep hanging up on him thinking that he's bad but then another guy calls with the same complaint is one of the guys like that, like the the sympathetic guy? Yeah. That they, they and then Daisy, the redhead, that's the cokehead, yeah, the drug addict. She's like the new recruit. She's she has like, like a drug problem. She's real flaky. Yeah. Yeah. And she is the one that she, she kind of rats them out. Rats them all out. Yeah. yeah. What I did, I mean, I don't even know what happened to her at the end of the movie. Like she just rats them out, and that's that. Does it give any any coda? Mm-mm. Dorothy ends up for her daughter taking a plea deal and, and kind of confirms everything that they've done. And I, you know, honestly, I think they got off pretty easy. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez is kind of like the villain of the movie. She is. But I thought it was just interesting at the end, like, even though they've been through all this, they were still kind of friends by the end, weren't they? No. In the final scene, isn't it kind of like they're patching it up? Oh, you're talking about right after they get bailed out of the jail, Constance Wu tells Jennifer Lopez that she's taken the plea. That's and yeah, she's they, screaming at her, and they then they kind of hug it out. Yeah, because they, you know, at the beginning they're both mothers, right. and they're like, "You, you do anything for your kids," and so that's what Constance Wu's character. That's said what I'm talking about. To yeah. her, and they, but they don't. They don't stay. They don't stay friends. Right. They stop talking at that point, and then kind of use Julia Stiles' character to kind of communicate. To each other and about each other after that when she's writing the article. But and then at the end, it was like, you know, Ramona had a picture of Constance Wu's right. baby picture in her wallet, kind of insinuating that she really still cared about her. Yeah, I didn't get the sense that there was like hard feelings no. on either end. Like they still kind of loved each other yeah. as friends. And I thought that was uh, that was interesting. That's yeah. kind of ultimately what this movie is about. It's about female friendship. I mean, it's not it's not like a female empowerment tale. No, (laughs) no. But it's it's about like sticking together, I guess, with your girlfriends. Yeah. Through thick and thin. Uh, Yeah. I just I thought that was interesting. Like, you know, I think dudes, if dudes were to go through that, I feel like it would be like, we're we're done. Yeah. (laughs) Like like you we're we're done. Yeah. We don't don't need (laughs) to talk anymore. Yeah. But Yeah. yeah, I thought that was interesting that they still had that bond. Uh, honestly, uh, like that bond is created like in JLo's like first scene, like right after she dances, and she's up on the roof like smoking a cigarette, and she just kind of takes Dorothy like under her wing, literally like under her coat, yeah, l- like a mama and her cub. <laughs> I mean, that establishes their dynamic kind of yeah. right away. So yeah, I mean, JLo's great. You you didn't love Constance Wu, but anything else that you didn't enjoy about it? I'm going to be honest, her girls, the quote unquote girls that she has um, that's on the team, I I thought could have been played by different people. I I thought that... Was it like you didn't buy them as strippers? Yes. That was it? Yes. Interesting. 
especially Annabelle, who who's played by Lily Reinhardt. She's in Riverdale. Sure. And I don't know. I didn't like her in it. And Kiki, I mean, she was fine. She she's her character's name is Mercedes. I thought Lily Reinhardt was okay. I thought all the ladies were were pretty appealing. Honestly, we should say like I mean, there's not a whole lot of stripping. It's there's it, not a whole lot of nudity. I will say so. Being there's a couple boobs. Sh- that well, you sure, see. just like standing around and like backstage. And there's a, a penis that you see. Sure, but other than that, it's really there's a lot of cursing. Well, we, I, we talk about like J Lo's opening scene because that's what like that's the most I guess like gratuitous like s- stripping scene that we get. Really, that's like the only like full full length number we get. I mean, the rest is kind of just like like in the background or like through a montage. A- am I wrong? No, we, yeah, we don't get like any yeah. like other full length numbers. No. Constance doesn't do she doesn't do much she doesn't do a lot of dancing and that's why I guess I kind of feel like I would kind of love to see her like do a really bad job on the pole at the beginning and then maybe like fired gradually work her way up work her way up and and, you know with Jennifer Lopez taking her under her wing and then have a really like solid like I mean, I, I'm okay that that wasn't in there. I mean, the movie's pretty tight. I mean, it's like 105 minutes. I like that it wasn't like like bloated or epic. And like this movie doesn't try to be anything that it's not. It, it doesn't like bite off more than it, it, it can chew. It knows that it's it's dealing with pretty solid material. And it, it just it tells its story. So so what, what grade would you give this? I give it a B plus. I'm going to give it an A. Yeah. I think this is one of the year's best movies. Yeah. I really love it. I think it would be a great date movie. I mean, obviously, there's there's stuff it's, for the boys. There's it's a year's best girls. date movie as well. Yeah. yeah. It's Ladies, take your dudes. You'll get laid afterwards. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen dudes, uh, uh, some dudes express online, uh, like, disdain for this movie, uh, dismissing it like it's a woke stripper movie. Like, I'm not going to see that woke stripper movie. I mean, that's not how I would describe this. No, this is definitely not a woke. Uh, like, it's such a stupid way to describe anything. Yeah. But uh, I do think it's interesting that it's being sold as like a female empowerment tale. It really is. I, I mean, it's it's like Goodfellas, but instead of hustling cocaine, they're hustling lap dances. If you're a guy and you're skeptical about seeing this, I mean, I just I got to <laughs> tell you, as a, as a straight guy, I mean, Jennifer Lopez, I mean, she is spread eagle in a thong 10 minutes in. Yeah. So, I mean, get your Just ticket. Just go. Get your ticket. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I got to say. You won't regret it. <laughs> That's Hustlers, directed by Loreen Scafaria. You can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. We're on Twitter at DN Movie Podcast, and you can also email us at date night movie podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Patrick. And I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. 